Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, happy hump day, Miss Jules. How are you? Happy hump day, Miss Rhonda. How are you? I am fantastic. Guess what I had today? Mm, a Tuesday? I had Tuesday, a Tuesday. After vacation day? Yep. And I had a princess and the pea patient. Do you know what that is? A princess and the pea patient? No. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's that one patient that doesn't like anything. <laughs> uh, no so okay here's a backstory she comes in last week he or she i i guess i kind of bombed that one it that that patient <laughs> came in and um had broken off number seven at the gum line so we bonded it back onto the root she's got he or she has to go get the implant put in um but we bonded the tooth back on and you know it's like at that you know it could fall out at any point so, um, I was asked to make her a flipper. And then as I sit her down in the chair, him or her in the chair, <laughs> I, can I say gender? I don't even know what HIPAA says. Yeah. Why can't you? Okay. So I put her down in the chair and the first thing she says, I don't like anything on the roof of my mouth. <laughs> Great. Let me make this flipper. I'll be right back. I'm like, um, I was like, do you, do you understand what a flipper is? Cause your treatment plan for that. And that's why I'm taking your impressions today. And, uh, she won't like that impression on the roof of her mouth either. She did really good. You know, after 20 years, that's the one thing I'm really grateful for is like, we know how to make that alginate super thick. So it doesn't go down the throat. We know where to seat back to right. front. So it doesn't go down the throat. And we're really good at this stage in the game. So we only have to take them once, you know, like there, there are right. some definite bonuses to being seasoned. Absolutely. So I get the impressions made. And then I, I talked to the doctor in the hallway. He's like, you know what? So she's giving me these signals where she, she doesn't like anything on the palate. Um, but I told her if I make her a flipper, I've got to have some retention on the palate. And um, I was like, have we thought about bonding it in um, once she gets the implant or maybe even putting the tooth in an Essex retainer and then right. she that. Um, so the doctor comes back in and goes over what her options are. Um, so at the end of the appointment, I'm not only making an S6 retainer and a flipper and possibly another S6 retainer after she gets the tooth taken out. But I'm like, you know what? That's what you do, especially with somebody who's hyper aware of their oral space and mm-hmm. maybe already has some red flags that they're a little um, particular. Crazy. Particular. Crazy. <laughs> but I was like, let's just throw the kitchen sink at it because that way you're bound to make them happy, right? Right. So if they didn't like the Essex retainer, but they put the flipper in, they realize, oh, wow, that Essex retainer is not so bad. (laughs) I know. 
Nope. And an elastic retainer is really, really nice. We have a kid coming in that's missing seven and 10. And that's what we're doing on with them for a while until he can get through high school. It's the way to do it. I mean, it just makes the most sense because people live in Invisalign all the time. And, and nobody will know the difference. Nobody will know the difference. Um, so we're, I guess we're on the fence now to where once we get the implant placed to see if bonding will hold. And then if it doesn't, then I'll put the tooth in Essex. Mm, well, that. Along with making the flipper. <laughs> Who doesn't like it on the top of the roof of our mouth? <laughs> but I mean, these are situations that happen every day, right? I mean, mm -hmm. they're Absolutely. Just, you just have to learn to pick up on the cues. Cause the minute she said, I don't want anything on the roof of my mouth. I'm like, um, let me regroup with my dentist and see what your other options are. And that happened, you know, like you said, you just kind of go with it. Like today I work up front too. And we had a new patient call this morning and the assistant in the back took the, doesn't know mine and Cassie's like protocol, but she took the patient in the back or took the phone call and then scheduled the patient. And then I said, Oh, she hasn't been in since 2003. I'm like, Cassie's going to call her. Cassie didn't get to call her. So I called her, left her a message and said, you know, our payment options, cause there was no payment in the computer, like no insurance or anything. It's going to be 285 for today. So on and so forth. Well, she showed up, she didn't get the message. Because maybe we had the wrong phone number. Who knows? Hmm. It wasn't updated when she called because she hadn't been in since 2003. So she is missing. She was missing number eight. And she's like, well, this is a, a worker's comp case. And you're my dentist. And I'm like, well, you haven't been here since 2003. We dismissed you in 2007 because you hadn't come back. Um, I said, in worker's comp, we make you pay in full. And then you have to pass. Oh, I have a wedding tomorrow. I'm like. Who gets married on a Wednesday? <laughs> Out of all that, that is the, the, the one blaring red light. <laughs> and she's like, well, I have a wedding to go to. And this is a worker's comp case. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm sorry. I said, but we expect payment up front for worker's comp. And then we'll fill all the paperwork for you. And you'll get reimbursed by them. And she's like, well, I can't afford that. And my tooth need. And I go, we don't even know if that tooth is restorable. So we can't tell you we're going to put it back in. We haven't seen you. We don't know you. So needless to say, she stormed out of the office. I go, oh, here comes a bad Google review. And Cassie's like, nah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> she could be one of those dental shoppers. Yeah, well, something was missing. Well, hey, did you see? Oh, so, okay. You know the raving patients, right? Well, I was in there and someone posted what... Do you try and get Google to take down a review? So the review was basically a patient, and it wasn't bad, but it said, um, nice office, great location, doesn't take my insurance, frowny face. <laughs> Who goes out of their way to put that on a Google if it's review? True, why take it down? Uh, but I mean, it's just funny this the fact that somebody went out of their way to complain that they don't take their insurance. Well, because everybody thinks that Google ratings hurt whether they come to you or not. I mean, I'm not a, a big believer in the whole Google things because there's people out there that just write things just to write things, you know, those keyboard warriors. I mean, it's like anything on Facebook, you see. So I like the word of mouth as much as you can. So, but I guess you can only do so much for those people, right? You can't please them. Can't please them all. I know. And they all think that everything is insurance driven. Yep. Absolutely. Which is sad. And it, no. it you know, it's just sad. 
It is. It is. It is. Do you have a post for today? I do. I do. I thought I just reviewed it, but I didn't, did I? On my, on my shoulder. <laughs> all right. <laughs> totally normal. That's what we all do. Totally normal. Okay, you ready? So this is an anonymous post out of the Dental Assistance Worldwide group. And the poster stated, I am a recent dental assistant graduate. I got hired out of my externship and have been there roughly a month. I enjoy working there for the most part. However, I took a $2.75 pay cut to merge into the new dental field. Hmm. To merge into the dental field. Also, the main dentist has been known to have a bad attitude towards others and last week made me feel extremely stupid and like I wasn't catching on fast enough. I recently had an interview for a hygiene assistant position at an office 45 minutes away, and they mentioned that the starting pay is $2 more than I currently make. Would it be worth it to take the risk and leave my first office so soon? And go. Hmm. One, as I always say, you have to do what's best for you. That's all that matters in the end. At the end of the day, when you lay your head on that pillow. So you, I would suggest getting a piece of paper and writing pros and cons on one side and writing down all the pros about one job, writing all the cons about the other job, then writing all the pros about the new job and writing the pro cons about the new job. And then kind of circling like, what do you want out of a job? Right. Do you want that more money? But is it really though? Is it really more money? It's $2 more an hour, but she's driving 45 minutes. Right. So yeah, there's one of, there's a con there. She's driving 45 minutes, which means more gas, more time. So that would probably be nullified in that pro con list. But for me, if the dentist she's working with now is jerky, right? But she'd be a dental assistant. She doesn't know the new one. But the new one, she'd be a hygiene assistant. She wouldn't be assisting dentist. Right. And now, you know, that is a whole different ball game. Because not that I have, I've loved all my hygienists, trust me, but I have seen it across the field that sometimes they're headbutters, the assistant and the hygienist, right? They don't get along. They don't work together. They work against each other. Um, you know, it's a, attitude or whatever the case may be. So what if she's not compatible with the hygienist and she ends up hating it? Right. And yeah, I mean, so like you said, is it really worth the $2 an hour more? Maybe you should just go to that dentist that is not being so nice and just tell him to knock his crap off. Well, she never even said, or he, I never even said that the dentist was bad to, to them, but they have been known to have a bad attitude towards others. Right. And then the one time last week made her feel bad or him. Yes. So, I mean, I guess you just have to weigh out the things. The thing is don't jump, make two quick decisions. Yes. That's why these Facebook groups are awesome. Cause they give you time to vent, especially mm-hmm. if it's anonymous because you get all these different opinions. You get to see it from all sides of the coin so that you're not making rash choices and, you know, side, right, side, right. sidelining your career because now look at what your resume looks like. Right. And the, like I said, you just, it's your 
thing. You have to live with it. And at the end of the night, you put your head down on that pillow. You have to say, oh, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. Or, oh, I just wish I could stay home tomorrow. So you don't, shouldn't have to feel like that. So it really takes some time and process it because I don't know, it might not be all that you cracked up to be. Yeah. And you know, it's too, if she's just starting out in the career field, Mm -hmm. I mean, you remember Jules, it's so stressful. Like you don't know which way is up for a good year or two. Mm -mm. And so to try and make decisions based off of location and finances and you know, it's just, it's too hard. Mm-hmm. I not think in a good headspace. Less money over a nicer doctor and maybe of a drive because I would have been happier. Yes. Instead of a shorter drive, not much more money, and the jo- doctor was not so nice, you know? Yep. And a lot of us are so afraid that we're not going to find a job. We take the first one. Mm-hmm. Because you don't take the time to actually interview the office and, you know, make sure that it's the place you want to live. Because mm-hmm. it is, like you said, it's, it's your a next dental home. You yeah. Dental home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So people are so fast to say yes, just because it's a paycheck next week. Mm-hmm. And if you could just sit, step back and, you know, you know, do what you got to do to make ends meet until you've vetted your offices properly. Actually, so that you don't end up I even suggest asking, you know what, when you get interviewed, you should be able to interview the office too. I mean, when you're walking around and you're getting your interview, ask the front desk, so how do you like working here? How long have you worked here? What's an everyday like? I mean, these are things that you need to know. Go to the other assistant. Oh, well, why are you leaving? Yeah. So people, I'm sometimes, if they're alone, and feel like you're trustworthy, you'll say, I'm leaving because X, Y, and Z. Don't come to work here. Or I'm leaving because I'm having a baby or I got, I'm going to college. So you have to look at it like that. But if you go to a place and people haven't been there, that's an, uh, an indicator to me. If they have not been there more than two years, there's an issue. Yep. So if everybody's been there less than two years, hmm. Unless they're just a brand new startup practice. Yeah, like, there's always exceptions to the rule. That's yeah. a good, that's a, okay. But if they started two years ago and it's everybody's new that, that's there has only been there six months or four months, then there's a red flag that's going up. Yep. So. Yep. And you know, there's so many assistants too that even if they're not looking for a new position, they'll still look at Craigslist and all the other oh, places. I still do. I love to look at all the job openings. <laughs> I do, especially in my area, because I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Who's that? Because they don't put their yeah. names a lot of times. You have to guess. That's time he's posted this year. They've posted this year. Hmm. Yikes. You know? <laughs> so, um, I have a post. Fire at will. Fire at will. Well, you know, this is. Dental Infection Control Awareness Month with OSAP, OSAP osap.org. Use DA Rocks 75 and get 75 off your yearly membership, people. Every dental assistant should have it at their fingertips. Do it. So it's need advice, and this is anonymous out of dental assistants worldwide. I am very new to instrument sterilization procedures due to the fact that I did not have to do any at my last office. 
I have only been trained hands-on, no formal training and research on my own. I'm very recently started working at a private practice. I know that you have to run hand pieces and instruments that go into the patient's mouth through the sterilization process. Unfortunately, this practice is short on hand pieces and instruments. So they have been doing a spray wipe process between patients. I'm aware if the provider knows this or not, what do I do? Talk to the provider first, make an anonymous call. Well, you, you don't want to make an anonymous call because that is not the thing you do. Nope. No. What you need to do, and I did not, I don't remember if I got the chance to post all the links to the CDC recommendations. I told John I would do that. So I'm going to do some posting later on. Um, but what you need to do is look at the CDC guidelines know that all anything that I say my rule is anything that goes in the mouth it needs to be you know you put it in the ultrasonic if it has debris on it and bag it pouch it cassette it wrap it whatever and it goes in the autoclave unless it's you know, a handpiece no ultrasonic guys no ultrasonic yes no <laughs> ultrasonic for the handpieces sorry wipe those put them in your little machine to oil them up whatever you use hand oil whatever bag them. Um, but is your responsibility as a dental assistant to know the rights and the wrong? And OSAP is a great organization to start with. And this girl, whether you were trained on the job or you were trained at school or you went to school and you were trained by someone that's been there doing it forever, remember, but we've always done it this way. Yeah. And it's not okay. We always need to keep up on the latest and greatest. So we should always, always, always be reading and updating, especially on these infection control processes because they change and yep. things aren't okay. I just went into a practice last week and they were doing everything 90%. And the, the girl that I was mentoring was so super nice, but she's like, something doesn't seem right. And I've taken over and nobody's really listened to me, so that's why we called you in. <laughs> like, okay. But they were sterilizing their instruments, but they weren't putting them in pouches or blue paper. Oh. So, so they were keeping them in the cassette, but then they were just taking them out of the autoclave yeah. and putting them on a shelf. Well, now they're no longer sterile. Because when you process unwrapped it's for immediate use like you take it out you bring it to your side and you use it yep no pasco no collect two hundred dollars you that's what you do <laughs> and she had a beautiful sterilization area and i'm like mm, those are not wrapped she's like oh you know and things things have changed and so we just went through the whole process i had her show me what she does and i told her how to do it and what she should look for and you know, I sent her a follow-up today and she's like, because they were doing their autoclave wrong too. They were processing their instruments on a different setting, which wasn't high enough for the pouch setting. Right. So she's like, well, they said that the sterilizer always passes the spore testing. Well, of course it will. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a sterilizer. It's the setting you're using for the instruments because they're packaged in pouches. They need to be She's like, oh, I get it. I, they thought you meant the sterilizer was failing. I'm like, no, your process is failing. The sterilizer is fine. It's user error. So I would suggest to this girl, and I'll go back through and post some links to some things, some files to things, 
all about infection control, some checklists that people want to know about that they can take their office through. That's right off the, the code for the, um, the DA rocks uh, 75 for yearly membership, but it's very important. We know these things. So, well, you know, and it's funny cause like my comment was um, there, are, uh, this is unacceptable. Uh, you have yeah. two options, either a, you get a statum and you run them unwrapped if you need them that next patient. Right. Or you get new hand pieces, period and dot. Like there's uh -huh. no exception to it. <laughs> well, and the thing is they don't think about is in the event you get a violation, it's going to cost you more in the end. Than to buy some new hand pieces. Than to buy or some new hand pieces. Yeah. Or statums or do <laughs> instrument processing the right way. So, I mean, you can end up with spreading HIV. H, you know, HPV, not HPV, excuse me, <laughs> hepatitis B. I mean, you can spread all these things because you didn't want to invest. And now you're going to owe hundreds and thousands and thousands of dollars. And you might lose your license and get shut down. Okay. And this is where, this is a call to action for all of you dental assistants. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you work in an office that doesn't have an ocean compliance monitor or POC. Coordinator. Coordinator. I knew there was a word for it. And you, you are doing your office a disservice by not stepping up and saying, send me to OSAP or get me compliant with OSHA standards or give me some further CE. Like you, you, you need that. They need you to have that. And you need to go grab the bull by the horns and say, I'm ready. You know, I want to be the person in charge of, of making sure that we have healthy patients. Right. Absolutely. And, and the thing is you have to speak up because if things aren't done right and you don't know how to do them right, you're going to go to another office. And when they do do them right, they're going to look at you like you have five heads and say, mm, this is how we do it here. And this has always been done right. So it's make sure that you know, so that you can help others and, and others can help you. So you don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah. And it makes you look really practice. like I said, doctors have so much on their plate. The last yeah. thing we really want to be worried about is infection control. Nope. So that's why they have assistance. It <laughs> takes it over and owns it and says, this is not okay. This is what we need to do per the CDC, our state laws, whatever the case may be. You can help that dentist. You'd be like, Oh, thank you. It'll make you look rock star, folks. Mm -hmm. You'll feel better. They'll feel better. Your office you know, especially if you need a little ammunition, just Google it, find out all the dental offices in the last 12 months that have been shut down because they mm -hmm. were, and some of the assistants have been charged. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, that's yep. even more ammunition to go out there and get it all certified. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They do. That's my kids laughing. In case <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, that was a really good one. You know what? I think we should cover something OSHA related or infection control related over the next three episodes, because I think it's really interesting. And a lot of us do it because like you said, that's just the way we've always done it. Yes. And I guarantee there's a million. I, we, I have posts lined up on Instagram of 
but we've always done it this way and yeah, it's not okay. And I did reach out to some of our industry experts like Linda Harvey. She should be a great one for our show. So we should Ooh. make a note of that and you should call her. She's like an OSHA guru too. And um, she gave me three things that she sees assistants doing wrong that needs to be corrected. So oh. we're going to put those out there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I guarantee there's a ton of assistants listening to this right now saying we don't wrap our uh, cassettes. Yeah. Guarantee no. it. We don't put them in pouches. Yeah. We don't even monitor our autoclave. Oh yeah. What's a spore test? Mm-hmm. Well, or, yeah. or what's a radiation detection badge? That sounds fancy. You know what? And I never, ever, <laughs> ever when, you know, when I go into these offices and I have these conversations with dental assistants and trust me, I don't know it all. If I don't know the answer, I will call somebody that knows it. That's the expert and find out. Um, but my job, my, my role is to help others as much as I can. And if I don't know the answer, well, I will find the answer because I am not an expert in all this. It's so much to know. I learn as I go. Well, that's know? why our opening says we may not be experts, but we sure are old. we are but I try to bring the positive like at least you're sterilizing them what they need to be done this way because it's not their fault you know she did recognize that something's not right and needs to change so yeah yep 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 yep. good for her I'm proud of her whoever Mm -hmm. you are or him (laughs) we're proud of you because you know what that's the first step in trying to change is realizing stuff's wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was good. I had, that was good. I feel good. Do you I feel, feel good. I don't even know if that's singing. I don't sing. This is not a karaoke version. So you've been brainstorming a little bit more about the conference. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, we had my, um, Brie up um she came up the emc we just brainstormed some ideas went over what she's going to be scripting because she's going to own it it's hers she's going to work with you and we'll get her on the show before before the conference um we went over the website and the scheduling and the website is getting a facelift so i can't wait for that to come out so we'll see that in the next week um so that's about it looking forward to it seven weeks away, eight weeks away, something like that. Six so, um, that translate and in, translates into tell your doctor or mm-hmm. do it yourself. Go register now because, yes. uh, you know, we do have limited if you're listening to our podcast and you use the code flash 75. There is a discount of $75 off your registration. Flash 75. 75. It's oh, only yeah. if you listen. So you only get if you listen or you follow us on Instagram or get our weekly emails. But we're doing it for the next week because I really want as much dental assistance can be there. So. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. if, if, you, if you are, you know, you're, you're relying on your doctor to send you, um, you're, you're resistant because you're worried about it being, a, a, you know, taking time off of work or you guys already have patients scheduled or... Um, you know, maybe you don't realize the information that's going to be distributed. That's, I mean, Jules did, you did a spectacular job. Everything is very vetted for assistance. The information is what relates to us 
on point. Mm -hmm. The vendors relate to us on point. Like all of the material that's covered is specific for assistance. Like there's, there's never been anything like this. Right. It's always been vague. Like you get tossed in with the front desk or you go with your, your doctor and they talk about, you know, clinical terms you probably don't know, but this right. is just for us to be better. That Monday we come back to work. That's right. It is. Yeah. It's, it's and to meet others like you and just, you know, have a place for you to hone your skills, hone your communication and just be amazing all around. Yeah, 10 times yes. better. 10 times better. And then if you're already a rock star, you get to show off how rock star you are in front of your colleagues. <laughs> like, right. oh, do you do this? I do that. Do you do this? I do that. <laughs> like, mm. you could do it too. I'll tell you how I did it. That's yep, it absolutely. That's what it's supposed to be about. It's like, mm -hmm. we're not keeping secrets. We are supposed to be brothers and sisters in arms. That's right. want everybody to actually like what they're doing when they go to work. And be that's really true. good at it. Yep, true. So oh, good. That's good. Oh, this has been a nice hump day. Very my good. last, my last work day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm headed to New Jersey on Thursday. What? The DDMC. So I'm kind of near you. The what? The dental marketing that converts. Oh, you're going to New Jersey? I'm going to New Jersey. Oh, what are you going to New Jersey for? The dental marketing that converts. Oh, are you going with your office? No, I'm going Manal, Sam Pat, and Heidi Mount. You know, they, they thought, hey, you know what, Rhonda, you're kind of savvy on that phone there. Can you come help us train dentists and their teams to be savvy on that phone there? And I oh. said, surely I can. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good job. Well, had I known, I would have drove down to New Jersey. When is it? Friday? Uh, uh, yeah. So I get on the Thursday. It, the, the, the mastermind is Friday and Saturday. And then oh, I Oh, Saturday? Yeah. Weehawken. I don't know where that is. I might have to find out because I'll be halfway to Jersey on Friday. What? I have my my Albany meeting Friday from nine to two. Well, well, well. I might just have to make a surprise visit. But but what if we ruin our ET moment at the conference? Girl, we can have lots of ET moments. <laughs> I've never met Heidi either or Manal. They're freaking rock stars too. They're good people. Yep, they have good hearts and. Um, I think it, you know, we did, I did that one conference with them in Portland last year and, um, you know, just watching the, you know, of course I had to go and, and find the offices that attended the meeting on social media mm -hmm. and to actually watch them use the tools that we gave them like in real life and watch them be consistent. Like that was, it makes you feel good. Cause that means that you, you did something in that education process, you know, like you did nice. something to start turning gears. Nice. So it's very cool. Nice. Well, all our listeners out there, stay passionate, stay fabulous. Have a good hump day. And thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.